Welcome everyone, we are about to begin. This is Hashem Shalom Bayashir number 185. We're going to talk about the ability to accept the olive branch, which means like this, that um, if it's your husband or wife that is taking the initiative to de-escalate, trying to make Shalom, trying to defuse the situation, trying their best to correct the wrong that they did, then it's best advice to accept that offer, stop the fight, and repair that disconnection. And um, Harriet Lerner said that in early part of her marriage, her husband and her used to fight a lot, and they ultimately stomped off angrily into separate rooms in separate parts of the house, and she would stew for about five or ten minutes, and then she would go and find him, and then she would say, I'm really sorry, and I apologize for my part in this. And more often than not, her husband did not accept her apology. And he used to tell her, it's not genuine, you didn't really give it thought, what your behavior really did, and you just want to move on like nothing happened, and... And that, and it was a common way how fights continued on and on. Um, and this is an example in her marriage that she's explaining where a common fight continues when really it could have been de-escalated. Because when one partner refuses to accept the gesture of reconciliation and the chayshid, it doesn't feel authentic or it lets the other person off the hook, um, but very often it's not that way. It's sincere. So in this situation, what happened is, is uh, when her husband refused her gesture by saying this, she stomped off herself and it got worse. Eventually, though, she said she had a better way of handling it. She'd say, let's say she said, I'm sorry, and her husband said, uh, you know, you don't really mean it. Then she changed her approach and she said, you know, let me, I'll think about it more. And then you, I'll wait for you to come to me when you're ready to talk. And then what happened is, um, very often the husband would come back and he would repair things himself. And he would say, this was stupid. Um, let's just let it go. Let's drop it. We'll talk about it another time if it was a more serious thing. So to sum it up, she realized like this. She realized she knew her husband's nature, and her husband's nature is that he's not so good at accepting her initial apology, her initial repair attempt, and that's why he rebuffed her often. But he was better at offering that olive branch, and she was better at accepting it. And that's how it was accomplished. So I guess you have to know each other's nature when it comes to that. But it's very important to understand each other's nature and not to be stubborn about something and to work it, work it through. Because it only takes one person to end the fight. And it only takes one person to refuse to participate in a fight for a fight to end. It takes two people to heal the disconnection that follows a fight. That's true. But it takes one person to put, take that step. So the, both the person that asks the forgiveness and the other person that accepts the olive branch and accepts it. Think probably, again, I don't know for sure, but the amkas, the deepness of the chazal, 
when they say that you ask Mechila, and you could ask once, and if they say no, you ask again, and they say no, and you ask again, um, then, you know, and the Chazal talk about how it's important to accept and be Michael. Someone asks Mechila to accept their apology and to accept the fact that they um, want the forgiveness, and then you should forgive. And after three times, you don't have to go anymore. And again, the, we, the, you know, they, the halacha, they talk about it. If you just say at, in one moment, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, three times, that's not what it means. It means trying in three different situations. But you see from here, though, a fascinating thing, that the Chazal show that it's important both parts of it. Of course, the person who did the wrong in the Bein Adam to ask Mechila for the thing they did wrong, Bein Adam and then at the sec at the same time, Ghazal turned to the other person and says, This person sincerely wants to ask Mechila from you, you need to forgive them. Now, of course, you know, I think it's even in the Tvilazaka, in one of the things I think in the Chafetzchaim's Tvila is that Amoichal everyone except somebody who always says, Oh, I'm gonna do this and they're gonna be Michael me, or I'm gonna continue to do this Avala because they're gonna forgive me. That's like a echtava ashav of a beinadam lechaveirai. That's like a person who says, "I'm going to sin and do tshuva." Initially, he has that plan; doesn't work. Same thing with a beinadam lechaveirai between people. If you're going to, you know, the person is a softy, and you're going to say, "Ah, I could hurt him," and I'll ask Michila, ah, he'll forgive me. That's not how it works. You can't take advantage of that situation. And at the same time, also, your Michila has to be sincere. And the other person may initially not want to forgive right away or is weary of it in a spouse situation as well because, like we said before, maybe they didn't really give thought to what they did. They just want it off their head. And they don't really feel bad about what they did. And the one who wants to forgive says, I'm willing to forgive you, but I really want you want to know that you really understood what you did and that you hurt me so that you shouldn't do it again. And sometimes that's the reason for the initial refusal of a forgiveness when the first when, when one of them um, stretches out that olive branch. But it is, it is important to discuss it and to go through it. And then once you see that there's a real understanding and a sincerity, I do feel bad, I am sorry, I shouldn't have done it, then to accept that olive branch and to forgive. Another important part of when there's a real fight in real life, and um, sometimes one of them says, please leave me alone, I need some time alone, sometimes it's important to listen to them and leave them alone. And you come back a little later. And um, the truth is, ideally, partners can call an end to escalating fights before they get out of control, but in real life, um, it doesn't always work that way. Sometimes they end up in a screaming match. Or, for example, one of them is very emotionally intense right now and has, doesn't have much of an ability right now to de-escalate the fight. So when your husband or wife in the middle of a fight says, you know, just leave me alone now, most of the time it's important to leave him or her alone now. And you force yourself to get away, say, okay, I'll go out get out of that situation, stop the fight. And um, you could offer one invitation to keep it going. You know, I'm sorry if I was obnoxious. 
I apologize, let's try it again, I'll lower my voice, let's talk calmly. You try that, and if that works, you could continue the conversation. That's fine. But if the other one says, no, I'm upset, I'm riled up, I really want to be left alone, that it's important to force yourself to get away. That doesn't mean you run into a different room or you start uh, slipping notes under the door or you don't call and you don't text or you don't say another word until you both calm down. No, you could change the subject, talk about something else. But on the fight that you are fighting about, especially if it was intense and one of them is very upset and they say, I need time now, just leave me alone. Let's not discuss this now. Most of the time, again, you may try one overture, I'm sorry, maybe let's just take a deep breath, let's try again, but if that doesn't work, then you go away from it and then come back later when things are calmer. And sometimes, again, most of these type of fights could wait and you could revisit it another day if you're both overtired and, 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 and like we said last time, the advice of don't be angry don't 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 uh be angry at each other when you go to bed make sure that you're with shalom when you go to bed and don't be upset with each other when you go to you know when you go to sleep is not always the best advice in the world why because let's say they both had a disagreement and it was a very strong one and it's a like we said before it's already 11 o'clock at night and everyone's lack of sleep and everyone's tired and lack of energy and very irritable and exhausted and really, don't, they don't have an, the energy right now to get into this topic. And, and to, so, so to, to say, okay, you know, um, we can't go to sleep upset at each other and let's work it through now at 11 o'clock at night after a long day for the both of you. No, it's better just to say good night. I know we're upset, but let's have a good night's sleep. At least have shalom that way to agree to disagree with that. You know, I wish, you know, have a wonderful night, be courteous to each other. But... And, 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 and that big issue, whatever it was, after a day's rest and after a good night's sleep, and uh, it, it's easier to resolve. Another important part of when you, you know, there's fights and things like that is you need to honor the vulnerability of the other person. It's very, very important to learn about your husband or wife's vulnerable points and sensitivities and be sensitive to that. You know, sometimes you just can't say, get over it. Oh, just get over it. No, there are times where it's a very difficult issue for them and it's not easy for them to get over something. Um, so you don't try to talk your husband or wife out of their vulnerabilities. You know, like I say, I can't help it. I always, um, um, you know... When there's a, a little bit mess on the floor, I get all uh, panicky and I feel lost of control. So you may think that's an overreaction, but if you know it's stemming from a deep part of her personality, you don't talk her out of it. You don't say that's, you know, you know, just, just snap out of it. Or that you're oversensitive. Usually when you tell, there's a general rule. When you tell your husband or wife that you're being oversensitive, you usually are making things worse. Just refine your knowledge of your, of your husband or wife. Understand the family dynamic that they were in. Um, so, for example, you may, you may be upset that your husband always, to the extreme, at a fault, avoids conflicts and always says yes, yes, yes to the children and doesn't want to directly confront issues. And it could be, just to be done with Kavschus, 
Let's say the husband had a home where his parents always fought with each other, always fighting with each other like cats and dogs. And it was very traumatic for him. So anytime there's a little confrontation, he gets traumatized by it. So he tries to just make peace by saying, yeah, 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 yeah. So the wife, once she recognizes it, and re- you know, that takes away a lot of the pain and a lot of the frustration when she understands that this is why he does this. Now, it doesn't make it right, and it doesn't make it that you can't work with him and explain to the husband, you know, I know, I know you had a traumatic experience when your parents fought like cats and dogs, and it was very upsetting to you, very traumatic, and that's why I know you don't want to rock the boat when you're being, you know, when you're by the Shabbos table or wherever it is, or, or in the family dynamic, and the wife, in a nice way, tries to explain to the husband, I understand it, I feel for you, but there are times as a father, and whatever it is, that you need to at least express, you know, some type of discipline when needed, and you can have a conversation about it, but you need to understand where the vulnerability is coming from, and it's very, very important. So, you know, and that's really the idea behind this. And when you understand the vulnerability of the other person, that's, that definitely helps a lot. And of course, this goes without saying, genuine apology. A genuine apology can go a long way to repair a disconnection that takes place after a fight. We restore our dignity, our integrity, our well-being, when we acknowledge when we did something wrong and we want to correct it. It's important to know we can make mistakes, we can behave badly, and you're telling that to your husband, to your wife. I made a mistake. I did behave badly, but I could repair it. I could learn from it and become better. And you actually do become better and you behave better. And that is part of the growing process of being a human being and being a good husband and being a good wife. A true apology needs to be sincere, not just a quick way to get out of a predicament or fight. Some people just apologize because they want to move on and it's uncomfortable. No, you have to be sincere. You really, really mean it. And you really, really are apologizing for that negative behavior that you're apologizing for. Whether it's coming late from work without telling your husband or wife or or, um, not leaving space to talk about the conversation, whatever it is. I'm truly sorry. And again, never use the word but. But you, whatever. But cancels. But is mevatal the apology. It's usually used to introduce a criticism or an excuse. And it's not really an apology. Don't apologize in a way that shifts the focus from your actions to your spouse's actions. I'm sorry you felt hurt by what I said last night. That's not an apology. I'm sorry you felt hurt by what I said last night. You own up to your own behavior and apologize for it, period. I'm sorry that I hurt you last night, that I said this and this that was insensitive and wrong. I'm sorry I should not have said it. That's the apology. Not I'm sorry that you felt hurt. I'm sorry that I hurt you. Big difference. Takes courage to apologize. It takes courage to be accountable. It takes courage to see ourselves clearly. It takes courage to accept responsibility for our part in our own negative interactions. Don't get caught up with who started this and who started that, who is more to blame for this fight. When you know that you are accountable for some of your behaviors, do that first and apologize. 
And that heals a lot of marriages in many, 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 many situations. Have a wonderful day.